Hey y'all, Treasury here with Picture Me Living. I don't know if this is a perfectly imperfect topic or not. Just finna wing it because I'm in a mood. Wait till I tell y'all why. And I'm video recording this one. So go to YouTube, check out the YouTube page. It is on my link tree. First of all, before I get into all that, I want to share with you guys a story that I just recently heard. It was titled Perspective, right? So, perspective is motherfucker. Your vantage point, your perspective on things can really dictate, you know, your mood and how you perceive an actual situation if you're not, you know, perceiving it the way that it was meant to be perceived or whatnot. So anyway, perspective is motherfucker. That's what we're going to title it. So this dude was like, I got a friend that's doing everything correct. And is still unhappy. Perspective, right? He works out twice a day. He eats three well-balanced meals. He has sex twice a week. He reads two books a week. I mean... The only thing he complains about daily is being in prison. But when I tell y'all, they had me dying laughing. Like, I really wasn't expecting that. But that is the best description of perspective. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I'm not finna go to prison to do all that correctly, you know. And it's very hard to be outside of prison. You live in life right. You're doing everything correctly. And do all of that. I Working out twice a day and the sex twice a week. That, that was funny. That was funny. Anyway, that's just my, uh, my little advice <laughs> for right now. Is uh, ease up on what you perceive, man, and realize that first of all, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Um, but also, this is this is just what people are showing you just a piece of their life. You know, you're not seeing the whole thing; you're only getting a perspective. So stop the comparison. If somebody told you they was doing all that stuff I just named, you would just feel so defeated, right? You would just be like, oh my God, like the comparison would just come in and just like a thief in the night, steal your joy. I mean, damn, you work out twice a day. You read two books a week. That's a lot of productivity. Well, I'm also in prison. So I just really wanted to share that with you guys. So... Oh man, let me wait till I tell y'all what has happened. I had to deactivate my socials, anything that relates to Facebook. I had to deactivate it Facebook, Instagram, all my Instagram pages, my Facebook. I was keeping, I was really only keeping that active because of my ads. So I have to run ads. Um, to get new customers. I know my core group of listeners 
are tired of me asking them to share. Can you share my business? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you please buy from me? Um, Your real customers are going to be strangers, right? It is very difficult to reach strangers without ads. And the target audience that I'm looking for is on Facebook and Instagram, right? Between the ages of like 27 and 42. That's my target audience. And someone went in and hacked my ad account. They didn't hack my Facebook. They didn't hack. They just hacked my ad account for my business, right? And in doing so, full transparency, I'm paying for my business. I'm paying for the e-commerce website. I'm paying for the storage unit where everything is stored. I'm paying for everything. I'm paying for my therapy that's keeping me from losing my fucking mind. Like I'm paying for everything out of my personal wallet. So somebody uh, went in thinking that they're stealing from my business, but it actually took money from me. They took money that... I need to pay bills and leisure, travel, etc. It's not a good feeling. It's not a, I mean, I was essentially robbed of thousands of dollars. And when they went in like a thief in the night, they deleted me as an admin from my ad page. And not sure if my podcast voice is going to come out. It's clear. The microphone is kind of far away. Let's see how it looks on the... Yeah, we can leave it right here. See if that sounds better. Um, so, they deleted me as an admin. So, I can't make any financial changes for my business. Ad account. My e-commerce is safe. That's, I mean... That's why it's so expensive to hold it down because my e-commerce is pretty much uh, Fort Knox. So you, you just can't get in it. But and it's the e-commerce that um, Kylie uses. Um, I believe Fenty uses it. Uh, Fashion Nova is it's the biggest e-commerce there is. And it's that's why they have so many firewalls. But Facebook, which is the biggest social media platform, you would think they had more two-factor authentication methods, at least for the financial part of it. And um, yeah, they went in, they removed me as an admin. I couldn't make any changes. They changed my spending limit to $100,000. So usually my spending limit warns me at like $500. So if that gives you a range of how ridiculous, like had I not been checking my personal account, I just wouldn't have noticed that. So, um, yeah, I took a big hit recently. I couldn't even deactivate anything at first because they were like, the people I were chatting with, you can't talk to anybody on Facebook. Blows my mind. Um, and everyone I was chatting with at first was the wrong person. Oh, let me connect you to this person. Let me connect you to that person. Bitch, if somebody don't motherfucking help me, if somebody don't, I like, I was literally shaking. Like I was just like panicked. Just, oh my God. So finally got to somebody I'm chatting 
And um, they're like, yeah, you can't deactivate your account because you owe us a balance. I don't owe y'all shit. Whoever hacked my account owe y'all some money. I don't owe y'all anything. Deactivate this so we, that's the only way I know how to stop this. So eventually after a few hours of chatting, I disconnected my PayPal. I let PayPal know what was going on. I let my bank know what was going on. And uh, finally got to deactivate everything. And I did. I'm not sure when I'm going to reactivate. And I'm not sure how that's going going to affect this podcast. But um, I need to know that that's not going to keep happening before I reactivate. And I need Facebook to give me my motherfucking money back before I reactivate. Mind you, before this... I was getting reported on Instagram. You know, Instagram is now Facebook. And I was getting reported by people, don't know who, because you can just simply unfollow me. You can mute me. You can unfollow me. There are a few things you can even block me. Um, I'm, 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 I'm flabbergasted. When I say I go to work, I, man, I'm discouraged. That's the biggest adjective to describe treachery in this moment. I'm completely discouraged. I am tired of being the strong person, right? And I know that's popular to say, and that's why I don't like saying it, but I knew I knew a young lady that was strong, had family issues, only had herself growing up and she had kids or whatever, had to do it herself. Like the kid's father was just not in a picture. And uh, she became so strong that I didn't enjoy being around her. And I feel like I'm getting to that point. Like, I mean, I have no sensitivity. I'm, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I need an easy life. And I have a, uh, has anyone ever gotten friendship fatigue? Definitely just, I don't even want to be a friend anymore. <laughs> like, I don't want to be anyone's friend. Like, I'm just tired. Like, it's to the point where I don't even have to, and I've said this on the podcast before. Hear me out. I've gotten to a point where I understand my Uncle David. Just a quick recap. My Uncle David don't talk to nobody. Hasn't for over two decades. We know he's alive and we know that he's choosing not to talk to anybody. Like the shit that he grew up through with his mom, which is my grandmother. His mom and his sister. um, His two siblings that passed away. Um... My Uncle David don't talk to nobody. And at first, I understand. I thought that was so selfish. But the older I get, I I understand. I understand. I want to be a nomad. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody. Um, The day day in and day out of the everyday life, it can get overwhelming for anybody, whether you're strong or not. But then when you add on top of that, you know, oh, Mother's Day was was real tough for me, y'all. That's why the the last podcast was a day late because it was 
it was really tough to the point where I'm not going to get into it, but I have alarms set for Father's Day. I'm not, I'm not fucking around with these holidays no more. Um, it could get to the point where, uh, and I'm not fucking around with the holidays to maintain the happiness that I have. I don't, I don't want to be like sis that I just mentioned where I'm too strong to even be around. Like people don't even want to be around you. Like you're just angry. Just like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to keep being happy. And to do that, you do have to withdraw from a lot of things, man. You got to withdraw from things that, you know, trigger anxiety, trigger depression, trigger painful. You you just got to, you really have to withdraw yourself. And this latest thing is crazy because like a month ago, I said, Trey, you need a business break. And I said, Trey, you don't give up. We don't do that around here. We don't give up. No, I misconstrued what I was saying. A break is not giving up. I should have taken that business break. When I tell you the other day, when I realized I was getting robbed and I couldn't do anything about it and I couldn't stop it, I wanted to go to that storage and empty that whole storage and put all that shit on the street. Literally, just come get it. And man, I'm happy I talked myself out of that, but that, that was a tough pill to swallow because when your cup is already full, it ain't too much more that you could put in the cup. Like what else are you what else are you gonna put in that cup? Well, mm, don't let us go in there. So someone had described to me when I was like in uh anger management, stress management. Some people are born with the cup, right? And their mom and dad pours water into the cup. But people like me, I was born with the cup. But people put rocks in the cup first, then they put sand in the cup and filled in all of, you know, the spaces. And then, you know, they just put other shit in there. Glitter. The the person was very eloquent, way more eloquent than me. And then water got put in the cup. So what that means is the people that were born with just... They just got the water put in the cup, right? They had moms and dads, right? But people like me, I was born with watching violence, watching fucking abandonment. That's the rocks in the sand. And then my son poured water in the cup, right? And that cup is still way heavier than anybody else's cup, right? And... Your job pours, you know, other fragments in your cup. Your adult family, you know, you get cheated on. You go through these relationships. They throw other fragments in your cup. So when your cup is already damn near full, I mean, you already strong because you're carrying around this heavy ass cup. You know what I had thought about? I said, my son going to be weak as fuck. If I had anything to do with it. He is not finna walk around here saying that he had to be strong. He he gonna be one of them people that make a make an Instagram post and say, My mother is my best friend. 
Because I'm going to help that motherfucker through every part of his life. Telling you. I'm telling you I'm going to be here. Whenever he want to call, I ain't, ain't going to baby him. I'm going to wait till he call me. Wait till he call me. He's actually in a situation right now that I knew he was in. I ain't going to say. He swore me to secrecy. But I knew he was in this situation. I didn't say anything because I gave him his space. But when he came to me, that's what I mean by, you know, as an adult. Now, now my cup is getting filled with water. Like, I was so happy when he finally came to me and talked to me about something. And it also made me sad because it was something that, and it's not what y'all think. Don't, don't go to the worst case scenario. It's very simple. But it was still something that I could not go to my mom or my dad about. It was something that I had to figure out. I ain't even had a Google. So I had to figure it out. I had to, I have to literally figure out every single thing. I've never, and this is transparency moment. Like I've never cried over a man. I've, I see my friends do it all the time. And I just be like, the fuck is this bitch crying over? It's, you're gorgeous. You're going to get another one. Miss one next 15, one coming. But yeah, man, it's just a lot of stuff that I just had to figure out literally on my own to the point where, and I've gotten stuff stolen from me before. I have. And it equally breaks me down like this one, because it's like, bruh, I don't do nothing. I personally feel like I just really don't deserve it. I just really feel like that. It makes me look up and almost ask the question why. But instead of asking that now, I just really feel like I'm going to reevaluate. The stuff I got on the website is still for sale. Shop Treasury is 50% off right now. Um, I put some new t-shirts. If you're watching the YouTube, this is one of them. I wear a tri-blend, women's tri-blend t-shirt to work every single day. It's like my uniform. My sweatpants are definitely um, on the website. Leisure clo clothing for um, traveling, chilling, vibing. Got lots of that. It's 50% off right now. So, yeah, I'm going to keep that on the site. I'm going to keep, you know, working my ass off, fast shipping, etc. But as far as adding something new, I'm just going to focus on traveling. I'm going to focus on whatever I got to focus on. Where I ain't got to keep no card or no PayPal on file. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, traveling is going to be my main focus for the business moving forward like it was um i did another transparency moment i did put a focus on clothing because of um covid and that's that's all i could focus on and um nah we gonna focus on uh traveling my goal if I haven't said it already, I'm going to repeat it if I did. My goal is to be a full nomad. To My ultimate goal is to live away from everybody somewhere. 
One of the first places I want to live is Bali. I loved it there. I love that it was so many different people living there. It's so close to Australia. So it was a lot of Australians. But it was like I went and did yoga with a Russian in Bali. I um had some Mexican food in Bali. Like it's a lot of nomads there. It's a lot of people because it's it's cheap once you're there. It's not cheap to get there. Um, it was a lot of boutiques, lots of tourism, obviously pre-COVID, and um, it was just very laid back, very walk around, half naked, no one cares. You can go surfing. You can go to a club at night. Um, you can still pop bottles in the club. Like you still got the American things, but it's a very different culture, very different vibe, different climate, all of that. I want to live there for like six months to a year. When I was just in Jamaica and I was doing a podcast outside, I was so happy. Like, I was just so internally happy. Um, when I was in Italy, I didn't have the podcast yet up and started. But I had and did the photo shoot already for it. And I had got the pictures back when I was in the hot tub. Y'all know when I had on the purple bikini. And I had did the whole video outside with the Nicki Minaj song. I had got my pictures back in the hot tub. Outside in the snow. And that was a happy moment also. And it was real happy because my son was on that trip with me. And I just couldn't. I can't think of many more complete moments in my life. Like that's that's at the top. So. Needless to say, I enjoy doing this podcast. I enjoy the feedback. Um, I I really do enjoy it. I enjoy talking about travel. So travel is the least listened to. Any picture me living topic gets the least amount of listens. But when it's a regular, perfectly imperfect topic, um, y'all is on that. And I thought that y'all was going to be on the egregious hair it wasn't as listened to as I thought it would be. Even though it's the most talked about on, on social right now. Like, that was, you know, I mean, it ain't over. It's definitely going to be in the podcast sphere for a while. But yeah, the travel topics, um, the DR one was listened to well. But yeah, man, y'all ain't really trying to hear me talk about that. Please give me some feedback on that, actually. Social is not open. My TikTok is. And my Snapchat is. T-R-A-C-H-E-R-I. That's how you're going to find me everywhere. T-R-A-C-H-E-R-I. Um, hit me up. Find me somewhere. And uh, give me some feedback. You can email me. Admin, A-D-M-I-N at picturemeliving.com. If you want to make it easy at this point, especially since my Instagram gone, just tracery at gmail.com. I might regret this later, but 
T-R-A-C-H-E-R-I. Like I said, I'm Tracery everywhere. Find me, send me a message. What's your favorite episode so far? I want to know. What's your favorite episode? Do you care for the travel topics? I'm not going to stop them because they're my personal favorite. Um, Yeah. But I can add more of what you like, basically. I can't stop something, but I can add more of what you like. Um, I'm going to get a workout episode soon. So to recap the last episode that Slick Dissing, first of all, me and Mercedes can talk about Central Station for a whole hour. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a subject in itself. Maybe I'll invite her back when I do the Atlanta-isms because that's definitely... You know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of... Here go my first rant, y'all. This is my first rant. First of many. I'm sick of not being able to get a fucking salad in Atlanta on a weekend. Why do I have to get brunch? And then when I go get brunch, why the fuck is it always chicken and waffles? Why the fuck is it always somebody's birthday every fucking Saturday? It's a bitch twerking at every restaurant in the middle of the fucking day. Sit your ass down. I just want, I just want to eat. That's all I want. I live here. God damn. It's somebody's birthday every fucking Saturday in this city. Every fucking Saturday. No matter where I go. It's the same food. Y'all motherfuckers can't, y'all restaurant owners can't come together and have a talk. One of y'all can offer a salad. Just one. Just one. Y'all, I'm sick of this shit. I am sick of this shit. I got to go to fucking Applebee's or some stupid ass restaurant for a fucking salad. Damn. They about to start serving brunch at McDonald's in Atlanta. It is bad, y'all. Hookahs. I do be wanting a hookah, though. I ain't gonna lie. But bottomless mimosas. And then the bartender be mad at you if that's what you order. Especially if you from here. Like... That that is kind of disrespectful though. Like, you're not finna drink for four hours for twenty dollars. <laughs> anyway, yeah, man. That's my rant. Sick of that. Not even sure why I was going with that, but I had to get that out my chest. And I know y'all could feel me, but that's gonna be on the Atlanta episode. Whenever I <laughs> whenever I get a guest for that, we're gonna talk about the best brunch places for sure. For y'all out of towners that come here to celebrate your fucking birthday. <sighs> oh God. Y'all know that shit annoying. The people that's listening, y'all know that shit is fucking annoying. <laughs> Chicken and waffles, some sort of lamb chop concoction. Whatever the fuck. Eggs. Lamb chop and eggs. I don't want that. I don't fucking want that right now. I want a regular burger. Escobar has a really good brunch burger. I take some of that back. Some of it. Because the service do be, is horrible on the weekend. So I don't take none of that back, actually. So, yeah. The sleep dissing episode. Um... It was a day late, but it ended up being on uh, Mercedes' birthday. And uh, we got a lot of history. Um, we did have a talk beforehand where I was like, this is in no 
intent to bully anybody. Um, but at the same time, I know for a fact that she will say what the fuck she has to say uh, <laughs> online. And that was just a good person because I, I've been a victim of internet bullying. Um, but at, once again, this is somebody that I trust. If I have a disagreement with her, um, I heavily doubt 99% that it's going to be a meme about me online the next day. I do think that Murr is very reactive. And because of that, because I've seen the reactions, I knew she would be a great person to talk about it. And it is sort of a uh, self-expression. And I will say this. Hindsight, knowing that that's how people express themselves, I probably, if I could go on a time machine, I wouldn't. I don't have any regrets. But with the knowledge I have now, I could have blocked a few people to save a few relationships. Absolutely. They would not have been the same, though. Um, And eventually, this is why I don't have any regrets. They wouldn't have been the same. And when people can't use you or utilize you, because I don't want that to come off as negative, but when people can't be the same friend that they were before they they probably don't want i know for i know for a fact there's one person in mind that would have been like if we ain't finna kick it like we was kicking it before i sleep this you i'm not finna keep kicking it with you which is extremely disrespectful but that's just who she is she's she's a she's uh very disrespectful and she's consistently been disrespectful and when you when you look at the totality of situations like that, you got to say, what role did you play? I got to look in the mirror and say, Trey, what, what role did you play? You knew that bitch was disrespectful and you still kicked it with her. It's kind of a little bit of that's what the fuck you get. She slicked this other people. What made you think that you was different? So, your hindsight, I could have avoided social media for like a month or two. For, for that particular person. But I'm going to be honest. If I got to do all that. We'll need to be close friends. <laughs> because you can count on me. To not disrespect you online. You can you can put your paycheck on that shit. Trey is not finna go online. And blast you. You can put your paycheck on that. I'll match mine. What's up? You can bet money on that. I will call you and personally disrespect you on the phone that I paid my <laughs> my goddamn free minutes for and free free text messages. Shit. I ain't gotta wait the nine no more neither. I will call you right now. If I have a problem, I will call you right now. The world don't need to know about it. So I did feel really strongly on that topic, and I do feel like that's gonna be an ongoing topic because social media has taken on a whole nother realm. Um, social media is in control of your mental health, whether you know it or not. 
I think I mentioned on the episode with Mercedes, I was talking to a young lady that went through a um, fallout, a friend breakup, and she saw things online and she said that's not what bothered her. Other things bother her. And that's the person who brought to my attention that um, that's just their way of self-expressing. But she did say her anxiety was fucked up for the rest of the day. And this person suffers from severe anxiety. She self-medicates, reading between the lines. But um, she had to self-medicate extra that day because of what she saw online. And she said, now that's the part that's not fair. It's the part of how you're affected by how people self-express. And it's to the point where the attention is more important than the love. I ain't, I ain't had no amen from the... <laughs> goddamn, goddamn. The attention is way more important than the love. And where... Instagram, social media holds literally your mood for the next few hours. You don't know what you finna see. There was one time I logged on and I had been telling one of my close friends like, man, my shit is depressing right now. And they told me, you know, it was just how I was looking at it. I, I you know, I'm a voice of reason, man. I be listening to y'all. I really listen to my friends Especially when they're not yes men. Especially when they're telling me, you know, Trey, you have been a little bit in a funk. You know, you need to, you got to check yourself. It ain't it ain't your Instagram friends. Man, so I had logged off for like a week. I logged back on and there was a girl standing next to a casket that was open. And she was just smiling too, like. But that's just not what my My mom was not ready for that. I didn't go to her funeral today. You did. Um, that fucked me up for a second. And I said, nah, this ain't just finna fuck me up. I'm finna show this to you because you goddamn told me I was tripping. And I showed it to him and he was like, what the fuck is wrong with your friends? <laughs> I think it's my generation. But, and this wasn't a close friend of mine. This, I mean, I can't even tell you the girl name. I should have started with that. Can't even tell you the girl name. It's a social media friend. I know for a fact um, I shopped with her business and she shopped with mine. And that's why we follow each other. But when I seen that, I had to mute her. Like, girl, um, social media has made it normal to take everybody down, down through there with you. Everybody finna go down through there with you. Oh, I'm sad. Everybody finna be sad today. Boom. Um, that's not necessarily fair. Like, some people are already barely holding on. And, you know, we logging on to laugh. I I didn't log on to be sad with you. So, social media has just taken on, it's just really evolved into a life of itself, man. Where it really has your mental health in the palm of its hands. I have a list of some of my favorite social media accounts that I follow. I want to share them. I have to get permission from a few more first. Where I know I can look at their story and laugh, 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 laugh. I mean, it's just, I mean, they could be having a shitty day. Now, mind you, you got to do what you got to do to express yourself. 
Just like the title of the last episode. If it's self-expression, if it's stopping you from goddamn taking a bottle of pills or goddamn jumping off a bridge, well, goddamn make, make that depressing-ass post. That's fine. Um, but a lot of the times, you know, <clears throat> we're not thinking of how that will affect someone else. A lot of times we can we can get selfish. We're not thinking about how this post is going to affect anybody else. It's just here to make me feel better. And I'm the queen of the world. This is my internet. I seen somebody online the other day say that this was Beyonce internet. And she just allowing us. She just letting us use it. It's pretty accurate. Because she can shut this shit down any second she want to with an album. With a goddamn series of pictures like it's it's her world actually it's not just her internet but yeah man i just really want to keep being a positive vessel in the right direction in a positive direction i want to urge people to use each day intentionally but also use your social media intentionally um I love seeing people succeed on social media. It was just graduation season. Man, that it's always a happy season. It's a prom season. It's always really happy, man. I I love seeing stuff like that and I know that other people do too. Even if they don't love to see it, I think that they needed to see it. They needed that little push to go and apply for something else or, you know, um, a little motivation to get some shit done in their life, in their world. It can be a really tricky place. Like I said, it's taking on a world of its own, man. To the point where I don't even understand my son's world. Like, we ain't even about to get into that. His social media world is just, phew. man, some stuff I've seen him post, I've had to sit down and talk to him like, June, that ain't, that ain't funny. Like some one thing he posted, I definitely can't repeat that. I was like, uh, June, let me kind of explain to you what this actually means. <laughs> I don't think you really understand. No, I understand. It means such and such. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Y'all kids are stupid. Golly. Wish I could tell y'all what it is, but I'll probably lose my job. So <laughs> I'm not. I want to take this chance to solicit more guests anybody i'm ready to talk to anybody like i said i'm really enjoying this really am i'm extremely thankful that ken gave me that last push i needed to even get this started um yes you can thank ken that you got to hear my voice my monotone voice on this podcast i want to solicit more guests I would like to know what your favorite episode is, what you'd like to hear me talk about, or what you would talk about, but you can't because you're too far or, you know, scared to talk. Um, I would also like to know coping skills, right? If you had a rough Mother's Day, if you're not looking forward to Father's Day, what what are you planning now? Like I said, 
I got a reminder to disconnect all social Father's Day weekend because I'm finna enjoy Juneteenth. I'm not finna be sad. I'm not finna be angry at no man. Mm-mm. I'ma send um the fathers that are in my son's life. Send all the fathers that my friends or whatever. I'ma send y'all a little text message. Happy Father's Day. I'ma pick an emoji. And then I'm gonna be done with y'all. And I'm gonna carry on like it's a regular day. And that's gonna that's my coping skill and preparation. So what are yours? Um, let's not walk around here sad. Someone recently has said to me, <laughs> I try not to laugh in the camera for that, but I end up laughing. I'm sorry if that comes off as insensitive because I didn't mean it like that. But someone just recently said to me how, um, and this is someone that feels all of their emotion. If they're mad, they're flipping the table over just, ah, they're fucking angry. Right. And I just be sitting here looking like, I hope that made you feel better. They're Pisces. Um, <laughs> when they're sad, they cry. Um, just full emotion. They feel every emotion. So when I had the robbery happen to me, I flipped the fuck out. I flipped out. And people aren't used to me flipping out. Are you like that? I need to know, and I want to take a vote. I want to know who else out there is like this. And I wonder how many of y'all are Aquarius or if you're not an Aquarius, like what's your back? So I want to know what percent is Zodiac and what percent is just me having to be strong all my life, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the percentage is. I don't know. All I know is I flip the fuck out. Okay. Um, the last time I flipped out like this was when I when I had COVID. I had witnessed something very traumatizing. A woman died in front of me, and then like a week later, I got COVID. And I flipped. I mean, I flipped the fuck out. I flipped out then, and I flipped out on one of my friends actually. That you know she deserved it, <laughs> but. And that was like a few weeks after that. But yeah, that was the last time. And then there's this. So between, that was probably a year ago. In a year, I haven't shed a tear. I haven't, I mean, I've gotten mad, but I haven't gotten angry. Like, like I haven't, you know, I, I control the fuck out of my emotions, right? Because I was taught to and because I had to. So with that being said, Everyone kind of backs up when that happens to me. Everyone backs up like, oh, I want to know the percentage of who that happens to. Because I really had to break this down. I really had to talk to people and be like, why did you back up? Because when you flip out, when, you, when you're when you angry, you flipping over tables. I got to sit there and endure that shit. Um, even if I try to leave or whatever, you texting me angry. You're upset. You're going to let the world know that you're fucking angry. Um, and I had a conversation. I'm not going to go over the whole conversation. It was a lot of private conversation, but to sum it up, that's what people love about me. That's really deep. 
And that's a question that everyone has to ask themselves. I've, I've said this on the podcast before. Why do people like you? Why do people love you? And if it's something like that, that's really deep, y'all. Um, people love me because I'm calm. So what if I flip out? Do you not love me anymore? Get it? You see where I'm going with this? That's a that's a real question. These are questions that need answers. Um, people are attracted to me because I'm calm. Because I'm the strong friend. Because you can cry in front of me. I'm just going to look at you. Uh, I really don't care. I care about what you're going through. I just don't care that you're crying. So that's why people love me. And I had to really, because I kind of wanted to flip tables over and do all that stuff. But the reaction that I, the reaction that I got was very like, oh, you need to calm down. You need to check into an insane asylum. Like, like, motherfuckers really didn't know what to say. Like, um, everyone in my home avoided me for like 24 hours, actually. So, um, it was just a learning experience. Um, I've never noticed that because I rarely get emotional like that. So when I do, um, I've just never paid attention to it until now. How people just are like, ah, like it's taboo. How do you deal with that? And if you are the, I'm not going to say overly emotional, but if you are the emotional to overly emotional person and you have a calm person in your life, how do you handle it when they freak out? And if they haven't freaked out, they will. Their cup gets full. Do you know how to handle that? Do you know how to just go in their presence and be a calm presence like they are to you? Do you know how to just go be calm with them? Do you know how to be like, hey, man, I'll just meet you at the bar. I could have used that the other day. Hey, man, just, just pull up to the bar. Do you know how to do that? But if you are the calm person that occasionally freaks out, talk to me. Because I don't know too many. I'm raising one. So definitely raising a son that does not... Um, like he's worse than me with being standoffish and, you know, showing emotion. I don't know. All that stuff y'all say, I don't know how to do. He's way worse than me. Um, <clears throat> I can't think of too many other people like that. That I hang out around. Everybody I hang out around is dramatic as fuck. Y'all are dramatic. Ooh, I do know one person that does internalize. He's dramatic, but he internalizes everything. So I take that back. And they are going to be a guest. My next guest, too. I ain't going to tell y'all who it is. Y'all just going to have to see. See y'all next time.